0: Coming up on 5-Minute News. Republican leader rebukes RNC, calling January 6 a violent insurrection. Putin tells Macron Russia won't escalate Ukraine crisis. And US-Canada border crossing blocked by COVID restrictions protest. It's Wednesday, February 9th. I'm Anthony Davis The Republican leader in the U.S. Senate, Mitch McConnell, has criticized the Republican National Committee for censuring two House GOP lawmakers investigating the violent insurrection on January 6, saying it's not the party's job to police the views of lawmakers. As former President Donald Trump has downplayed the attack by his supporters last year, the worst attack against the Capitol in two centuries, the RNC last week approved the censuring of Representatives Liz Cheney of Wyoming and Adam Kinzinger of Illinois at the party's winter meeting in Salt Lake City. The two Republicans sit on a Democrat-led House committee that is aggressively investigating the siege and has subpoenaed many in the former president's inner circle. The RNC resolution censuring Cheney and Kinzinger accused the House panel of leading a persecution of ordinary citizens engaged in legitimate political discourse, words that drew outrage from Democrats and firm pushback from several GOP senators. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately certified election from one administration to the next, McConnell said on Tuesday. He said that he still has confidence in RNC chair Rona McDaniel, but the issue is whether or not the RNC should be sort of singling out members of our party who may have different views than the majority. Meanwhile, the Federal Bureau of Investigation is probing a meeting in a downtown DC garage the day before the January 6 riot between the then-leader of the Proud Boys extremist group, the now-indicted leader of the Oath Keepers militia, and other far-right figures The meeting puts the heads of the nation's two best-known violent far-right pro-Trump groups in immediate proximity to each other 24 hours before the breach of the Capitol Emmanuel Macron said on Tuesday that Russian President Vladimir Putin told him that Moscow would not further escalate the Ukraine crisis The French President also said it would take time to find a diplomatic solution to the rising tensions which represent the biggest security crisis between Russia and the West since the Cold War His remarks on a visit to Kiev came as the Kremlin denied reports that he and Putin struck a deal on de-escalating the crisis Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said that in the current situation, Moscow and Paris can't be reaching any deals Macron met with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky amid mounting fears of a Russian invasion Moscow has massed over 100,000 troops near Ukraine's borders, but insists it has no plans to attack The Kremlin wants guarantees from the West that NATO will not accept Ukraine and other former Soviet nations as members, that it will halt weapon deployments there and roll back its forces from Eastern Europe, demands the US and NATO reject as non-starters. At a news conference after meeting Zelensky, Macron said that Putin told him during their more than five-hour session on Monday that he won't be initiating an escalation. I think it is important. According to the French president, Putin also said there won't be any Russian permanent military base or deployment in Belarus, where Russia had sent a large number of troops for war games. Vladimir Zelensky called his talks with Macron very fruitful. We have a common view with President Macron on threats and challenges to the security of Ukraine, of the whole of Europe, of the world in general, Zelensky said. He said France was giving 1.2 billion euros in financial aid to Ukraine and helping restore infrastructure in the war-ravaged east of the country. The biggest land crossing from the United States to Canada remained closed on Tuesday after Canadian truckers blocked lanes on Monday to protest their government's pandemic control measures. While traffic in both directions was initially blocked, US-bound lanes have since reopened. Drivers demanding an end to federal COVID-19 vaccine mandates for cross-border traffic began blocking the streets of Canada's capital on January 28th Since Sunday night, police have started slowly taking back control, seizing thousands of litres of fuel and removing an oil tanker truck Ottawa's Deputy Police Chief Steve Bell told reporters on Tuesday that police have immobilised many of the heavy vehicles taking part in the blockade He said about a quarter of the 418 protest trucks in the downtown have children in them and police are concerned for their welfare in relation to cold, noise, carbon monoxide risks and access to sanitation. Canada's Public Safety Minister Marco Mendocino said that he'd been in touch with the Mayor of Windsor and local legislators about the blockade at the Ambassador Bridge connecting Detroit, Michigan with Windsor, Ontario. Canada sends 75% of its exports to the United States, and the bridge usually handles around 8,000 trucks a day. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau appeared in public on Monday for the first time in more than a week after being infected with COVID-19, saying the protest had to stop. Trudeau reiterated on Tuesday that we're going to continue to follow the science where Interim Conservative leader Candice Bergen asked Trudeau in Parliament whether he will follow the science and end the restrictions quickly. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute Five News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world's news daily.